Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. You're tuning into Service. Johnny Bistrica, Private First Class. Veteran stories of hunger and war. They joined the service. Remember Pearl Harbor. Remember Pearl Harbor. A production from iHeartRadio. We used to just give these people the food from our biscuits. You ate what you could get and be thankful for what you were getting. I'm your host, Jacqueline Raposo. He spent the war peeling potatoes. He did what? He told me that he spent the war peeling potatoes no. in the bottom of a ship. No, I peeled potatoes in basic a I think she was talking about the guy she's been dating. No, you. Oh. Down in Camp Gordon, Georgia. I was on That's KB me at the kitchen table with my grandparents, nice. Pat and they Hansine D'Ambrosio, from our first episode. They were married for 70 years before my Nana passed away last April. And as I've been spending a lot of time with our World War II veterans since, I've noticed something. Every single one of them shared with me a love story. A big love story. One that outlasted the Great Depression, and the draft, and trains, and ships, and machine gun bullets, and the divorce rates that spiked immediately after the war. One that lasted and outlasted, and is so ingrained in their hearts and minds that their love stories spilled out even when other memories of combat or cuisine failed them as we spoke. If you've listened through a good number of our service stories, you might have been wondering, where are the women? It's a good question, and love and service are related here. We'll hear about women's direct contributions to the Allied cause in an episode with an army nurse we have coming up. But by 1950, fewer than 24% of married women were working outside of the home. Because let's remember that this was a time before packaged foods and microwaves, and washing machines and ready-made clothes. Families made much of what they consumed, and that work fell to the women. And so when it comes to service that is largely where we find them. 
canning vegetables, sending V-mail packages, rolling bandages, sewing in factories, nursing in hospitals, and waiting to be wives until their boys came home. We're going to hear about a few of these women by revisiting some of their veterans' love stories, sharing them simply and unadorned. We start with Dorothy and Frank DeVita. In her husband's episode, Why Am I Alive?, Frank shared how he spent almost three years aboard a Coast Guard ship, transporting Army troops to the Normandy beaches on D-Day, supplying the Allies with food in Scotland, and stealing steaks from the officers to grill up in his gunnery shack. I met Frank and his youngest son, Richard, at Frank's home in New Jersey. Dot was present everywhere, in the cornucopia of photos on their mantle, and in the cookbook that Richard placed in my lap. Hear a little of their story. See, I love my mom. I love my family. They're very family-oriented. You know, Italians are. On Saturday, you got to have the veal covers. Sunday, you have to have the pasta, right? <laughs> Otherwise, you're not Italian. <laughs> i got to admit, my mom was not the greatest cook. How to have fish on Friday. And she didn't know how to cook fish, really. So I never liked fish. Then when I got married to my wife, she knew how to cook fish. And for the first time in my life, I liked fish. And when did you get married? I got married in 1948. My wife was the best cook that was ever born. Tell me about it. She was half Sicilian, half Navalidon. Sicily was conquered by everybody. So they have a conglomeration of different ethnic foods. And she knew all about those. Her mother was Navalidon. So she used to make homemade pasta, the long pasta. She put a stick on one chair to the other chair. And on the stick, she would wrap the pasta. So some guy, I don't want to mention any names, he came in the door like thunderbolt. He knocked all the pasta over. Who was that? Oh, how old was he? <laughs> About 12 years old. That time. How much cooking did you do while you were married? I never cooked. I didn't know how to boil water. She used to have a lot of recipes. And these kids one day said, uh, why don't you write them down? So she wrote them all down, and my grandson and a lot of, couple of people put into book form some great recipes in there. Through this book now, I became a cook. What are you cooking that you're like, oh, yeah, I got this? I make a great pizza. Make the dough. Make the marinara sauce. Put the sauces on. So I became a cook only through this book. What does food mean to you? Everything. I'm Italian. You know, the Italians, the only people while well, they're eating, they're talking about food, right? You go to somebody's house, the first thing you say, are you hungry? You want something to eat? And my wife used to say, you got to taste everything. What she used to say? No, thank you, hoping. No, thank you, hoping. She's a great woman. Great, great, great woman. Is there anything you haven't talked about or told anybody about the war that you want to make sure I know? Remember I told you I didn't talk about it for 70 years? My wife went to her grave. Never know. How do you feel about that? I should have told her. What do you think would have been different had you told her? I should have told her. I really should have. Why? Uh, because she was my partner in everything that we did. She wasn't only my wife. She was my friend. We went to kindergarten together. That's how long I know her. And you were married for how long? 57 years. Lifetime. She's gone six years. Miss her every day.
Thanks to Richard DeVita for sharing some family photos with us, which you can see at servicepodcast.org. Next, we have Ray Boutwell, a Navy cook stationed in New Jersey toward the end of the war. His episode, Navy Cooking at 110%, finished with us sharing that at 93, Ray just opened a new bakery, Ray's Boozy Cupcakes in Voorhees, New Jersey. For his interview, engineer Steve Lubetkin sat with him in the bakery kitchen while we spoke via video. I got married quite young. I was only 19. I was going with a girl in Connecticut. I went with her for two years, but when I met my wife, I knew that she was really the one. She had the same background. She lived on a farm. She had a large family. She'd gone through the same sort of hardships that I had gone through in the Depression. And I just knew that this person would go along with what I had planned in life. So I married her. My wife was born with a congenial deformity. Her left hip and her left leg was two and a half inches shorter. Her whole hip and pelvis was small on one side. And she wore a lift on her shoe, which she didn't get until she got old enough to buy her own shoes. I don't know why, because her father made good money. But for some reason, they did not get her corrective shoes. And she didn't get them until she was 21. So she had problems with her back when she got older. But I never considered her handicapped because she was a determined person. She did everything she wanted to do. She roller skated. She was a great roller skater. That's where I met her on roller skates in May's Landing during the war on leave. In fact, she had five sisters. All of her sisters but one, that's where they met their husband was on a roller skating rink. We decided we wouldn't get married until the war ended. She worked in a coat factory. She made woolen army coats. She sewed the lining in the overcoats. We got married on 24th of February in 1946. And we opened up a bakery in 1972 on our 25th anniversary. It was quite exciting. I bought a business that was already established. I just walked into a business that was operating. I knew I was going to do better, and I did. We did a lot of miniature French pastries, petty fours. Cookies was a big thing, and I specialized in cakes. We had that bakery for 18 years. We opened the doors on our 25th anniversary, 1972. We were married for 66 years. Because of Rosanna's disability, they were only able to have one child, a daughter they named Rosanna. She shared some photos of her parents, and there's one I particularly love. Ray's looking into the camera with a big smile on his face while flattening dough with a massive rolling pin. A toddling Rosanna sits on the counter looking back at mom Rosanna, who seems caught mid-laugh. You can see the plan Ray had in life lived out in that flower-covered moment. Check it out on our Instagram and Facebook. We're at Service Podcast. We'll be right back with more. Ready? 
Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursion? Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Oh, oh, boy, see, I forget one. Oh, boy, he's telling me. Welcome back to Service, Veteran Stories of Hunger and War from iHeartRadio. I spoke on the phone with John Bastricka in Youngstown, Ohio, while engineer Junie Ramekin sat in the room with John and his son, Joe. John was in the Army's 1st Division, the troops that stormed the Normandy beaches on D-Day, and the men we think of when we picture that gigantic battle. In his episode, I came off in waist-deep water, we heard how hard it was for him to make it past that beach, and why he had no food or blanket his first night off of it. John seemed particularly frustrated at memories he couldn't smoothly pull together, like the battle that gave him his war wounds. But when it came to his wife, Anne, he remembered her with perfection. So as we were waiting there, I was sitting on the engine of the tank. What was her name? Anne-Marie Missick. Do you remember when you first met her? At my birthday party. Probably four or five years old. Her mother and my mother 
And my grandfather and grandmother, they all got together and all knew of each other and what was going on. And they made sure that she got invited to a birthday party. They used to send her by a bringer, other sister up to bring her up. And that's how I met her. So the families were more or less tied together. I stayed with her when I went to school. And every time we come home from school, we'd go down the field and play ball. Because that's where the recreation area was. We'd play tennis, baseball, paddle tennis, and the whole neighborhood and gang used to be down there. And we'd help clean up the ball field. Wow. She became a registered nurse. She was a registered nurse at the hospital. She was strictly business when you talked to her at the hospital. When I had time, I used to pick her up and take her down to the hospital or pick her up at nighttime when she worked 3 to 11 turn. And then you <laughs> married her? Yes, I got married in 47 after the war if I came home. How long were you married for? 67 years. Wow. She died seven years ago. And I got the last letter I wrote her before I went overseas. It's somewhere in the dresser's drawer. After our interview, Joe sent us that letter dated November 1943. Dearest Anne, well, the time is probably near. When we leave, I have no idea. Or where we go, I don't know, and I am not worried over it. I have so much to say, yet can find no words by which to explain myself. So I'll just say a few lines. A fellow never thinks of what's before him until it gets near. Then his mind goes back to those at home, the way they are enjoying life and how they entertain themselves. His mind drifts back to the people that waved him goodbye and wished him the best of luck. The more he thinks, the more he sees what went on when he had left, but he can't go back to all that happened. So he starts to realize what he left home for, but his mind goes to a complete blank. Then it lightens back to the past. There, he sees the times he had with his girlfriend. He sees them together, their pleasures and fun, their quarrels and misunderstanding, and everything else that he now can't put to words. As he writes, he sees her working the night turn in the nursery ward. While she works, she is also thinking of other things. He sees those parts and more, and realizes that they are all past memories, which never return again. So he thinks of the future things to come when he comes back. So all that he can say until that time comes, whenever it comes, is that he loves the girl he left that Sunday night when he was home on furlough. He knows he won't be home again until it is over over there. He hopes to come back safe and sound. He prays that the time is soon, which he thinks will be in June 1945. That is about the time you will become a graduate nurse and will be capable of performing as a true angel of mercy. So until that time, I won't say a goodbye. Though since that Sunday night we left each other, many have been goodbye. I'll just say so long and dear. I love you and always will. Until we meet again in the near future, I'm saying so long.
Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Welcome back to Service from iHeartRadio. Our last lasting love story comes from Norm Rubin, a 100-year-old career Marine from Spokane, Washington. Norm's episode is upcoming, and we spoke via video with engineer Steve Jackson in the room. Norm enlisted at 17 years old in 1937. Becoming a Marine was a way to get paid and clothed and take one hungry mouth away from his mother's table during the Great Depression. He didn't know that he was going to have to fight in a war. His love story started pouring out when I asked him what he was doing eight years later, the day the Japanese finally surrendered in August of 1945, after he'd traveled the world and stormed islands in the Pacific. I was sitting on Guam, getting ready to go into Japan. When it happened, all I could think of, could I get a phone call to my wife, Marjorie, and talk to her? She had 
put up with me through the war. She was a beautiful, wonderful, full-blooded nurse from the Women's Hospital Philadelphia. I went to the phone, and I said, I'd like to just call one number and see if I can get hold of Marjorie, and I did. It was just ecstatic for me to be able to talk to her. And they had to pull the phone away from my ear. <laughs> she was the most wonderful person I've ever known. And I married her family. Marjorie was raised with four girls. Her father died when she was young. And her mother went to work and raised those four girls. And they all went to school. Her mother was the greatest mother. I just absolutely loved her, just like a mother. I didn't know until after we were married that Marjorie had been selected to go to Hanneman General Hospital. They had a three-year program for registered nurses to become doctors. But she never told me about it until we were stationed in Quantico, Virginia together when I was teaching school. Oh, that hurt me bad. She could have been a great doctor for the Navy. Oh, my, yes. I came back from Iceland in 41 and asked her to marry me, and she did. And she gave up her scholarship to study medicine as a doctor to marry me. She was the greatest I've ever known. I missed her when she wasn't close. And there was a lot of times when I was out on an island or on maneuvers or even just being at Camp Pendleton for two weeks out in the field. I was so happy to get home to watch her smile and just say, welcome home, Norm. When I could, we always celebrated holidays together, especially Christmas. She loved Christmas. Christmas dinner was always Thanksgiving dinner with a ham. <laughs> and, and we would have Marines in, and she would serve them just like I was still in the Marine Corps. I was going to say 72 years. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. She was never going to get away from me. <laughs> After I got out of the Marine Corps, we lived together very well. She made a beautiful home for me, and she was a beautiful mother that raised a really fine young man. It was just the most wonderful, wonderful life I had with a wonderful, wonderful bride that I loved very deeply. And as for my grandparents, a few years ago, I interviewed them separately about what 69 years of marriage then had taught them about lasting love. Here's a little of what they said. I don't know if any of us are going to get to 69 years of marriage. <laughs> Some of us are already out. So what is your number one bit of advice 
Well, the family has got to get back together. This is what is binding this country. It's made it so great. The family is being destroyed, the discipline of families, and the kids are not learning. All you got now is push buttons. You see everybody's walking down the street. They're playing with these damn things. Conversation? When do you get a person to talk to? I don't think they exist anymore. Well, how about advice for people who are married? What about your marriage, would you say, has helped you last for 69 years? My marriage lasted for that long because I think I was damn stubborn. That's what it is. <laughs> no, I made up my mind when I got married. That was it. We were brought up, if it don't work, you get out. There's no second marriage like today. There's no deep, deep feelings for another person's feelings. All they think of is their own little self, selfishness, I guess you would call it. What has 69 years of marriage taught you about love? Caring, deep caring, that's what it's taught. Sharing, and if you care for someone, you don't want to hurt them. You want to hurt them? Then I don't think it's really love. But love is caring for someone else and not wanting to hurt them. To me, that's love. What advice about marriage do you want to pass on? We have only God and whoever helps us when we get old. Have patience with each other. Help you out with your weaknesses because you're both weak and you're both strong. So when you're weak, discuss it, help each other. You shouldn't have to yell each other. But once in a while, Nana and I yell each other, mostly because the poor girl is getting deaf and she's too proud to admit it. And sometimes she says, I can't hear you. I speak a little louder, she says, don't yell. <laughs> so I'm in between the hot rock and a place where, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. I couldn't live without it. And I dread the future. I really dread the future when one of us is gone. You can see photos from these veteran couples, John's letter, a link to the Love Bites radio episode featuring those interviews with my grandparents, and more at servicepodcast.org and on Instagram and Facebook. We are at Service Podcast. Service is a production of iHeartRadio, where Gabrielle Collins is our supervising producer and Christopher Hasiotis our executive producer. I produced and engineered this episode with help from all of those engineers and Misty Bodiger. Thanks for listening, subscribing to, and dropping a review of service on your favorite platform. And thank you to those serving, those who have served, and those who love them. the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 
With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.